You know what's funny? I discovered an ancient Korean meditation technique today. It's called Sun Mudo, and I learned about it from this monk, Sang Hyun, at the temple. Isn't that fascinating? It's been quite enlightening and has really sharpened my focus. You might like to try it, you know. I've heard it helps with emotional stability, too. Have you ever tried meditating? Speaking of discoveries, I remember our Midnight Street soccer games. Remember the night Ju Wan scored a goal with his glasses on? That was a real hoot. So, Yuna wants to try bungee jumping over the Han River. I swear that girl never runs out of adrenaline-fueled ideas. I'm thinking of joining her. What do you think? Juwan seems game too, but you know him. Anything for a thrill. Yuna was teasing about meditating underwater and communicating with dolphins. Imagine that, meditating dolphins. I wonder if they would be more peaceful than humans. You know, kneading and shaping dough is similar to meditation for me. It's about focusing on the moment and feeling the dough beneath your hands. There's a certain tranquility to it. I think the same could be said for any creative endeavor. Do you ever feel that way when you're working on your passion projects? Oh, and next time you fancy some ramen and macchioli, give me a heads up. You never know. We might just learn something new from each other. Yuna, Juwan, and I have planned to have some later in the evening. One thing's for sure, something interesting always happens with our gang. Don't you think our everyday conversations can make up an interesting sitcom? Sure would be more interesting than half the stuff on TV these days. So speaking of trying out new things, I attended this pottery class today under a lovely woman named Sun Hee. Isn't it amazing how pottery, just like cooking, demands patience, accuracy, and a certain kind of rhythm? There is something about turning a mound of plain dough, or in this case clay, into a beautiful piece of art, be it a delicious pizza or a handmade dish. I found pottery to be really therapeutic and relaxing, you know, a great change from the bustling restaurant kitchen. Just imagining a scenario where I'm in a mess with globs of clay and end up creating a personalized dish helps me release all my stress. As Yuna would have it, I might even end up making an intricate sushi plate for her. Check this out. I'm planning to balance my life by splitting my time between restaurant and pottery. Maybe I'll mold the life of a potter waiter. Sounds interesting, huh? Uh, trust me, it's a fantastic exercise to maintain work-life balance. Remember how we always wish to escape the digital chaos and just dive into an activity where we can reconnect with our natural self? This might just be my escape. During the chat, I spilled the beans about my latest self-care routine to Juhuan and Yuna. Their reactions were priceless. Yuna immediately asked for a custom-made coffee mug, while Juwan gave a backup plan to use it as a plant holder if it fails to hold the coffee. Isn't it amazing that food isn't just sustenance, but an art form to appreciate and savor? Today was a creamy, crumbly, tangy, and a milky wonderland for me as I explored the artful craft of cheesemaking. There's something magical about transforming simple milk into various forms of savory goodness. One could both taste and savor the dedication, the precision, and the creativity of the craftsman, or in my case today, the craftswoman. Her name was Camilla, an Italian cheese artisan with a sparkle in her eyes brighter than the milk she worked with. 
You could clearly see her delight as she showed us how to properly heat the milk, how to add the right amount of starter cultures and rennet, how to separate the curds from the whey, and finally, how to salt and age the cheese. Yuna, with her quintessential humor, wondered if becoming a cheese magician was my next life goal. And frankly, I thought, why not? Between the heat of the kitchen and the peaceful process of cheesemaking, it felt like a good balance. Speaking of balance, you know, I was so engrossed with this whole cheese process, it felt like a mini-meditation. You should have seen the look on Juwan's face when I told him about my cheesemaking class. He even suggested that I bring some of my freshly made cheese for our next movie night, as long as it smells better than my football sneakers. And that brings me to my next activity. I'm planning a movie night, and we're thinking about watching Yuna's latest documentary. But here's a twist. No pizza this time. We talked about the potential horror movie scenario without pizza, and settled on a new experience for our palates, featuring yours truly's handcrafted cheeses. Now the crux of the matter. Do I slide my newfound cheese love into my culinary adventures at the Italian restaurant at Ide One? Camilla's magic hands have certainly inspired me to take my cooking journey to a notch higher. It's these small but transformative experiences that keep reminding me why I fell in love with food and cooking in the first place. But the journey doesn't end here, my friend. You know that my love for culinary exploration will keep pushing me to try out new things and improve my craft. After all, the day we stop learning and experimenting is the day that we stop growing, right? All right, my friend, I've quite exhausted my words for today. It's time for me to dive back into the hustle and bustle of the restaurant, armed with my recent cheese wisdom and this renewed energy. But let me leave you with this. Don't underestimate the transformative power of food and the stories it tells. You see, it's just not about tickling your taste buds, but about experiencing something unique, Something that speaks of love, devotion, and tradition. On that note, I'll catch you soon, my friend. Have a great day.